Hey everyone, it's Tom Kradza, and on this episode of the Your Life, Your Terms show, we sit down with Kinley McCullum and Alex Baglioni to talk about Power Yoga Canada. Kinley started Power Yoga Canada with her business partner, Pauline, and the story here is incredible. Like, wait till you hear how they started it, where they started it, where they are now, all the affiliates that they have now, and their plans for the future. This is an absolutely amazing episode to listen to anyone who is an entrepreneur, thinking of becoming an entrepreneur, thinking of quitting the job that is making them crazy and getting into business, just to hear their business philosophies and the way Kinley just kind of outlines her own thinking and her own journey to me is very inspiring. Absolutely loved this chat. And I really want to thank Alex Baglioni from our own team who joined us on this episode. She does a lot of the marketing stuff that you see here go out at Rockstar. She's part of the mar marketing team here at Rockstar and she goes to Power Yoga Canada and is part of the community there and she recommended that we do this episode. I'm forever grateful that she did that and then we learn at the end or I learned because I was not aware that Anthony on our team, Anthony Molinero, also goes to Power Yoga Canada. So there's a big influence of Power Yoga in here at Rockstar that I was unaware of. So really just a great opportunity to share the story here and really just enjoy this chat. So we go through a whole bunch of stuff. You're going to love it. And if you are listening to this and you are trying to figure out if you want to venture into the world of real estate investing, but you don't know where to start and you don't know if there's a group of people who are also venturing into this wild world of real estate investing in this area, I'm here to tell you there are a group of people. We have this thing called the Rockstar Inner Circle Membership. You can learn about it on our website. It's called rockstarinnercircle.com. That's the website, rockstarinnercircle.com. You can learn about the membership and all the benefits that Rockstar members get, how we have all these classes that we do. Now, we're up to 21 different classes that we hold it here at Rockstar. The monthly newsletter that is exclusive, exclusively for Rockstar members that goes out to them every month. That's still an old school paper-based newsletter, if you can believe it. Yes, we print it out and send it out to all Rockstar members. We do events for Rockstar members. We have live broadcasts exclusively for Rockstar members. So there's a whole bunch of content going out to Rockstar Inner Circle members. You can learn about it all at rockstarinnercircle.com. That's enough with this intro. Let's get on with the show. Are you ready to live life on your terms? Is it time to take charge? Real estate, business building, the economy, health and nutrition, and more. It's the Your Life, Your Term Show with Tom and Nick Carazza. Are you ready? Let's go. All right, we are live with Kinley. Mc How do I pronounce your last name? Let me let me try. Hold on, McCullum. Yeah, McCullum. And it, you said it was German last name. Oh gosh, no, that's Scottish. Okay, that's Scottish what we were saying because we were talking about your name. <laughs> and we thought it was a Scottish name. It is, yeah. But then, but your mom is German. No, not at all. Oh, she just liked the name Kinley, my oh first my. name. Yes, it's a little children's book. It's a really neat story. It's called Gone Is Gone. It's an old German tale. And the husband and the wife live out in the country and their house is like built into a hill um, with the grass that kind of goes on top of the roof. <clears throat> and so the husband thinks the wife's job is super easy. And he's like, you go and, you know, till the fields and and sweat all day, work out there. And I'll just sit at home with little baby Kinley. The little baby's name is Kinley. So as you can imagine, everything goes wrong with his uh, his day thinking it's going to be super easy. And and he puts the except everything goes wrong. The dog gets into the garden, eats all the vegetables. He puts the cow on the roof 
with a rope down around his waist so it doesn't wander because he didn't have time to take it out to the field. And then little baby Kinley gets into the milk churner and ends up dumping it on herself and just gets crusted in the sun. So it's a really funny story. And the whole thing is what's gone is gone. And then he realizes how much his wife actually you know, contributes and her job is quite challenging. And so he's like, can I go back out in the field, please? And <laughs> do my Why do guys always need that reminder? <laughs> That's a cool story. I had never heard of that really? story. Yeah. So it really was just my mom liked the name and. Uh, okay. Yeah. So, a... so both your parents are Scottish. Um, we have English in there. Scottish oh, okay. And okay. The reason that we were, we were kind of talking about this is that Nigel on our team, our operations manager here is half Scottish. Okay. His mom is Scottish. His father is Japanese. We're half Scottish. Oh. Our mother's Scottish. Our father's Croatian. And we were thinking, oh my gosh, if Kinley's Scottish too, we can all stand together and it'll be the most Scottish people we've ever had together <laughs> in, the, yeah, in the office. And Alex, pronounce your last name properly. Baglioni. Alex Baglioni does, is the masterful marketer here. Can I call you a marketer or no? Just a graphic designer. What do you mean just? You slipped in the word just? Well, no. Okay, this is yes. huge for us. Uh, okay. Just so everyone, li everyone listening. <laughs> yeah. What were you going to say? Uh, yeah, everyone listening. We have a, uh, we have like, like a, a real kick-ass marketing team here that does a bunch of stuff on the podcast and the YouTube videos and the social media and the direct response marketing and all the live training that, that we do to get everyone to come and learn about Rockstar. And Alex is part of that team and you do a wonderful job. And last Friday, the, on, last Friday on, the, on our Instagram, you put in a story about the pastries were, uh, that were outside there. Mm. And my family noticed that um, I had bought pastries for the office here, but I didn't bring any pastries home. <laughs> so I hadn't thanked you about that. <laughs> yeah, I just want to thank but you. I do. Yeah, yeah. And the reason, Alex, you're here is tell me the relationship here. Um, yeah. So I practice at PYC um, pretty religiously. I go, I try and go every day. Um, and now I started to kind of exchange my time there as well in the form of energy exchange. And yeah, that, that's pretty much it's pretty much it. Yoga's become kind of like my lifestyle. Like it's kind of been interwoven into how I live my life. And so, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Yeah, I have some questions for you kind of on that. And PYC okay. is Power Yoga Canada for Correct. everyone listening. And so Kinley, like, let's start us at the beginning here. Okay. Yeah. You know, Power Yoga Canada today. Tell me what it is today, but then I want to backtrack and like, how did you get here? Sure. So what? You so know. I'm a co-founder. My business partner Pauline Caballero and I started it in 2009 um, with one studio, similar to how your story. You were telling me a bit about how you know how you started in a little hole in the wall, and then it's grown since 2009. We have um, 13 locations now, and we host um, worldwide teacher training programs, retreats, and um, our breadth is just growing. We're just about to expand. We're hoping to expand outside of the province and outside of the country. Um, we had to change our brand to Power Yoga Collective to achieve that one. But oh, <laughs> so got it. PYC. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah got so it. So we've got expanded it. the brand now to create an umbrella called PYC, but Power Yoga Collective. And under that umbrella is our teacher training academy, um, the pivot, the uh, uh, pivot accountability coaching, and um, and our retreats. So we're we're growing and expanding, but COVID put a little. Yeah, sure. When, when, I, when I hear what you've gone from um, one location to how many now? 13. 13 locations. Yeah. Are these franchise locations? Are these all? These are Yeah, we call them affiliates, but affiliates? it's a franchise model. Okay. Yeah, they're all independent owners. I can't believe how, I just think of all the pain and struggle and sacrifice that you guys have gone through mm -hmm. to do that. Like, that's huge. And maybe it has been just a smooth ride the whole way, but just <laughs> hearing that, I'm like, holy smokes, there was a lot of curveballs. Well, we're balls. definitely into people. Like our, our business is people. So it's uh, it's been a journey, but um, 
I wouldn't want to do it any other way. It's it's like we're about community and belonging, and so it's it's really fun to empower like what your your logo is, your life on your terms. Um, that is how our affiliate model is based. It's different. We don't call it a franchise because um, we don't dictate out to our affiliates all the rules. We we want to encourage entrepreneurs entrepreneurship and for them to have the ability to feel like. Uh, a business owner and for them to reflect in their community in their studio the people that are coming in and they're also their creative expression too so there are things when you walk into a power yoga canada studio that all feels the same and that the um, the experience once you leave the hot sweaty class is the same but how we all get there might be a little bit different based on the studio and based on the teacher yeah so every studio is going to have its own energy just on based who's running that studio correct everyone's yeah. going to have a little bit of a different vibe yes so how so how did this start like what's the genesis of this this is an idea <laughs> like are you and pauline friends before this like no. how, did, how does so, this come to be well it started i guess i lived in new york for a big chunk of my adulthood and I, that's where i started doing yoga there and i took a yoga class with a teacher who did this style of yoga it's called power vinyasa yoga it's hot and sweaty and it's rigorous like you're moving with your breath so it's a workout physically but spiritually it's like a mind blow you just get taken to a whole other place and i i was my mind was blown after my first class i'm like i don't know what just happened but i need to come back and do it again <laughs> so i started going and um and then i started training under this style of yoga so i did some teacher trainings and i started doing this was about 2004 and then um i realized that i need to move home to canada to to be able to grow and expand and, and need, at some point you gotta go back home <laughs> i traveled a lot in my adulthood and you got that out of your system i got out of my yeah. system and then you know that saying wherever you go there you are really came into place it's like well I need to be back home with my family and you know wherever I am my the same issues were coming up you know the, I'm the common denominator in my life so even though I traveled around the world and thought you know maybe if I lived in Australia maybe if I you know lived in New Zealand or what if I lived in New York the same Kinley showed up so it took it took all that to realize I just you know to do my own work I can be anywhere and I am you know, mm -hmm. the same wherever I go. So I might as well b go back home and be with my friends and family. Cool. So, so when you say that, that's interesting to me. When you say that the, the same Kinley showed up, there, there were some things that you liked about yourself or did not like about yourself, or there were some things that, like, what does that mean when it was the same Kinley? It was more the realization that I was looking outside of myself for something and that. Got it. It yeah. was actually right. Got it. The whole time. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> wow. That's a pretty profound realization. Yeah. yeah. So you had that realization then in your 30s? Yep, I was about 33. I feel yeah. like it takes some people a lot longer to uh. have that realization and many of us never have that uh. realization. So to have that uh, at that age, that's pretty profound. Like, that's a big deal. Yeah, oh, thank you. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, well, I've always been since I was little really spiritual and interested in, in um, I don't know, like crystals and um, spirits and what happens. I've always thought about like afterlife. Um, reincarnation has always intrigued me and so I've I've been intrigued with different um, spiritualities throughout my life so I'd already been on that journey of like who am I why am I here what's my purpose and um, and I knew after that yoga class and started taking yoga in New York that um, I needed to share this like this had profoundly shifted my experience of myself and I felt great in my body I actually started going to yoga for health um, I was bartending for years and loving that life and um, and I was just sick all the time. I was just chronically sick all the time, bronchitis, and my immune system is really low. So I just saw a thing like, oh, hot yoga is really good for your health, like good for breathing. Like, okay, I'll try that. And as I was saying, like my my mind was blown. Like spiritually, I felt like connected to something I hadn't 
felt connected to maybe ever for the first time I felt like connected to wow. a higher something. The connection of the people together. It was this tiny little studio on the Upper East Side, all squished together, sweating together, moving together. It was just this profound experience of um, a feeling like not alone and part of something bigger than myself that shifted something inside of me. And I knew I needed to do more of this, learn how to share it. And then I wanted to teach it. And then eventually, like not much longer, maybe a year later, I moved back home to Canada and I started teaching everywhere. So I, I moved into my parents' basement in Brampton. This awesome. is like, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I get adult. It. I totally get it. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and um, keep going. Sorry, I'm just changing your angle there. Oh, no problem. There Making go. me look go. pretty. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, I started teaching everywhere. I was teaching in North York. I was teaching in um, Burlington, Oakville, Mississauga. I was just teaching all over the place at different studios in Brampton, all these studios. And at the time, I was the only teacher in Canada that was teaching the style of yoga. I was the only um, uh, teacher doing this hot power vinyasa specific style of yoga. And I, I, I started to get really disgruntled and like, well, I want to practice. Like, mm-hmm. I, sure. <laughs> I want to yeah. practice. You were giving, to you were giving, you needed some, someone to kind of fill the tank a little bit because you're giving a lot of energy. Yeah. yeah. And my classes at this one studio here in Oakville were like 80 people. They were just packed. And Pauline, my business partner, was coming to my classes there. And she, she's the most brilliant business mind. Um, like you have to awesome. meet her when awesome. you, you have to have her on here too. Um, and she saw the numbers. And she experienced the class and she actually from from taking my class went and did a yoga teacher training, too. And so she was just so inspired by it and and felt the magic of what was happening. And then after class one day, she was like, you know, you need to do your own thing. This needs to be its own space. Like it's it's something's waiting here. The classes were packed and full. We were turning people away. And um, and so we started talking about owning a yoga studio together and then everything kind of fell into place and, and it was really intuitive all the decisions I've made actually most of my life have just been like intuitive hits of I don't know why I've been born with a gift of just trusting my gut trusting my intuition we talk about that you know like oh my gut felt right about this decision or not right with this decision. I've just always trusted my gut and I was just like okay okay so Pauline and I started looking at locations we found this little hole in the wall and where was that it was on Clarkson Road in Mississauga Clarkson Road North and there was no signage. This was an old like factory kind of like building. They used to build baskets, I think, in it. And um, you had to go down this driveway. It was like there was like a car dealership at the front and like a used car dealership. And you had to go down the driveway. And if you go past the train tracks, that's how we tell people like no, we would get calls all day. We can't find you. Well, if you've gone past the train tracks, you've gone too far. So back up and then turn right. And so we we built this amazing community. I don't know how they found us, but people found it and um and we started our first studio there awesome. and here's a funny story that Pauline and I when we went to sign our lease for this building she didn't know my last name <laughs> like we were so in the flow of just like it just felt right mm-hmm. like yes yes you were just in this yes and um and then as we were building it we literally like you know cut the the floorboards and we built the drywall with the help of her husband and um, our, you know, her child was sleeping on the floor while we were painting and, and, uh, we just literally used our credit cards because mm-hmm. no, that's bank, what it takes. Yeah. yeah. No bank would give us yeah. the loan. Wow. <laughs> so so what, did you, when was the first, you must've had some 
did you have a freak out moment at some point? Was there something that was not going according to plan? Oh, like, what have we? Yeah. And I, I'd no imagine idea. at this point there's been many, <laughs> but I guess what was one of the first that stands out? We'll keep moving, but I'm just curious. Can you share one? Well, Cause I think a lot of people listening to this want to start their own business yeah. or are trying to change their life. And I think many people think if they're hit with something that it's only them, that they might look at you with a successful business and say, oh my gosh, they just have it all figured out. Like everything must've went smooth. No. You know, and, and I know that's not the case. Yeah. So can you share just like, I don't know, yes. some story that comes to mind? Yeah. It takes, it takes something. Um, we call it the horse blinder. So everyone was a naysayer, like family. Um, her, so Pauline was in uh, she was working for FedEx. She was like in top sales. I think she was like the youngest female in sales in Canada at that time. She was just, you know, wow, cool. climbing the ladder. Yeah. And, um, and she quit her job to open a yoga studio. And so everyone in her circle was like, what, what are you doing? Anyone? Her parents were like, what are you doing? My, my, <laughs> what are you doing? Everyone was naysayers. So the thing, the thing, if anyone's listening is like, what is that thing that had us not listen? I, we call it, we just put our horse blinders on is that we were so landed in our truth that it had trans that the practice of what we got from it had transformed our lives so much it was we call it our why our why was so clear that we needed other people to experience us i knew other people needed to experience this they needed to have the experience of um, empowerment and freedom and health in their body that i had to share it like it was it felt like it felt like very much like a calling in yoga. They call it your Dharma. Like it was just, there wasn't any other option at the time. It was like, of course it's going to work. Like, of course it's going to work. Obviously I had negative, you know, worries in my head. Like the night we, the night before we opened, we were still finishing. Like I remember painting and, and it was like, what if no one shows up? Like what if no one comes? And that, you know, those thoughts come in, but then we just get, put our horse blinders back on and focus on our why. And like, no, they will come because we trust what we've, experience from it and it had changed our life our whole way of looking at the world our whole way of looking at ourselves and so it was just like people need this just trust it and we we joke that we built our whole business on um lavender lotion massaging everyone's neck at the end of class <laughs> you know knowing everyone's name welcoming welcoming them into the studio and then reading from this little book called um journey to the heart by melody bd it was just like little inspiring you know, insert reading for every day that would leave people in the, in the last pose, Shavasana, they're laying there. You've done the yoga. You're laying in Shavasana, and then we would go around and rub their necks with lavender lotion and then um, read out of this book. And everyone, you know, would just turn into a puddle of, like, mm -hmm. I, same feeling I had. Like, I don't know what happened, but I want to come back and bring a couple friends with me. And cool. we've pretty much wow. built our whole business so on cool. that experience of um, encouraging or not even encouraging, just letting people have the experience and then they go off and tell their friends or their family and then they bring... It's almost like the clarity that you, you were so clear in what you were doing that there was like this like feeling to it. You know, like you guys yes. just were so purposeful. You were like, we are doing this. And I think people can pick up on that. Mm -hmm. Like you weren't half in. It feels like to me that you guys were doing this. There was a little bit of fear, which is totally normal, but you guys were doing this. This was something that yeah. you were proceeding with. And I think people can just pick up on that vibe. Like I think when people yes. probably first came to Power Yoga Canada, was that what it was called right out of the gates? Power Yoga Canada. Well, believe me, I had some other really weird. Names. <laughs> I'm sure. Like not your mama's <laughs> yoga was one. Yeah, 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 like yeah, yeah. Stupid names. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. One of uh, I don't think we've ever shared this before. One of the uh, you know we're called Rockstar Real Estate, which is kind of weird enough, but one of our our, our names is going to be like High Net 
real estate. <laughs> and it was a kind of a playoff, like high net worth. Okay. You know, and we're like, oh my gosh, like we're so not about just like making money. Like it can't, but yeah, we all have these kind of names as you start yeah, uh, yeah. business. But it just listening to you, it just feels like, um, nobody could really shut you guys down because you guys were definitive. Like you had a chief purpose and you were following this path. Um, and it was heart centered. Like it was very yeah. much not about money, like yeah. not about money. I, uh, and it never has been. And then, and, and we um, were obviously, you know, doing well, we're able to put food on the table for our children. And, um, but that is, that is the distinction of our business from any other yoga studio. I know we were joking before we started this podcast about like, we don't consider ourselves a yoga studio. Um, we use yoga, like we use yoga as a medium, but what we're really up to is empowering people into action in their lives. And we happen to do it with hot, sweaty yoga, but we want you to come in and be empowered so that whatever you're excited about, real estate, Bitcoin, whatever you're ex excited about in your life, you'll go out and do it to your fullest potential, you know, and find your purpose. But we happen to use hot yoga but it's not actually what we're up to. We're up to empowering people in their lives to be in action. Why do you think some people are naysayers the way they were? They obviously had the best intentions in mind. Like the people who told you no, I don't think they wanted you to fail. I think they were scared maybe that you just wouldn't succeed. Like where do you think that comes from if you have to reflect back now? Well, the business model doesn't really make sense. Like in yoga studios are like restaurants, I guess the most common to... to Okay. Okay. So the bank, that was their reason. Was so it's just difficult, just the attrition of member, like it's just hard to make a sustainable revenue from a yoga studio. That's the perceived. That's the perceived. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I would, I would even assert because so many studios try to be everything for everyone and that they aren't focused on what they're best at in the world. And we're best at this. This is what we do best. And believe me, we've had, we've had, um, I could tell you tons of stories. Like one, one of our first affiliates, um, that that was their down they ended up closing and their downfall was that they they started to try to do everything and be everything they brought in like crazy ideas and pauline this is our first experience of having someone duplicate our our brand and we're like no just do hot sweaty vinyasa yoga and they were trying to bring in like this i don't know music and this not not music but like i can't even remember stuff yeah but they so were diluting whack. the message yeah, yeah diluting it and pilates and whatever all these other things with weights and and um we end up having to pull our brand because it just wasn't what we're up to anymore, which is empowering people in action with hot, sweaty yoga. And that's it. It's really simple. Just show up, be in connection with people, you know, empower them into experience of feeling their body and breathing for an hour. And they, that will, it'll work. It just works. So how do you get, it. Yeah. it just works. And so how do you get over, because I know you from this, I feel like it's a, a large location here by Whole Foods in Oakville. Yeah. Is how do you get from there to there well here the it's like it's the same intuitive so we're in this space and it was only a two-year lease and one of our students was in real estate and worked for um first cap the uh the company that owns the land where we are in oakville and she came in and said we have a development in the space and we want you we want they they came to us it literally fell in our lap and we're like Beside Seems Whole like Foods. like a great location. Like, yeah. Yeah. like every yoga yeah. studio's dream yeah. to be in a Whole Foods plaza. Starbucks, like you've yeah. got like big brands in the plaza. And so we um, we were like a hell yes, absolutely. And we we were able to open and do our build out by the profit of our studio. So we just... Wow. So that was your... So you moved from, from the Clarkson location yeah. to Oakville. Yeah. What a great move. Holy yeah. smokes. Yeah. And then it was from that Oakville location that you started... 
opening up these affiliates? It was from exactly. there. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Wow. That, we call it the mothership now, the Oak Bowl Studio. Yeah, it feels like the mothership. Everybody, <laughs> I, I, so many people in this area know about you. I'm sure you know that. I hear, I hear your name all the time. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, and so Pauline and I, our partnership has been like a marriage. Um, but she's really um, business and smarts, and she's an amazing yoga teacher too. Mm-hmm. We've both we've both had to really learn each other's strengths. Um, but I came in as the the yogi, the you know the the people, um, the trainer, the trainer of the trainees, and and then she was really the business mind. And then so she learned yoga, and I learned more about business. And so now we really um, like we share the same voice, so we can really interchange ourselves anywhere in the business yeah what a great partnership and it seems like you're coming out with a book you said i am yeah, i just finished it oh wow no, that's super exciting <laughs> I know. that's super exciting I and know. um i just finished pauline's book we were just talking about this because alex gave me a full 36 hours notice <laughs> to, to, read to, to, to read I the did. book um but you just sharing everything that you i didn't realize how new the book was because you're talking about the covid era mm-hmm. here yes. and what you guys went through um, I want to talk about yoga more in a second or, you know, your, yeah, your love take. Alex to share too, about the energy. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. just on, you know, in this book pivot, yeah. um, change isn't coming. It's here. Kind of like the whole message is that we're always just hitting, being hit with change yeah. constantly. Yeah. Um, what was as a business owner at that moment, what was that like for you guys when COVID hit? Because you're running an in-person kind of studio. Yeah. Well, how, how did and it really showed you who you are. Like COVID really revealed like if anything these last two years have revealed to ourselves who we are and who the people around you are you know in that moment literally within 12 hours we um put together a full schedule of i think 10 classes on instagram for free and we we had the uh, ability to do that because we had so many teachers under our umbrella so the next morning we turned on we got shut down and then the next day we just pivoted right on to online and provided everyone at home because everyone got shut down at the same time in Canada, right? Dead stop. Um, free yoga. And so we did that for a month on Instagram. We pivoted right to on- online yoga. And then we, um, and obviously, and there were things in there we had to get in place to, then the next month we opened up on Zoom platform that was a paid platform because we figured two weeks to flatten the curve yeah yeah uh, we're two gonna weeks be here longer two years yeah <laughs> we're gonna be a bit longer yeah yeah. So, yeah that's when everybody became a video expert yes. audio like how does zoom work how does a camera attached yeah. to my laptop how do i get yeah, a wide the, the angle ring light yeah how do yeah. these lighting work no one can hear me it was a disaster everybody yeah. went through it at the same time and it's funny because pauline had the forethought of we need to get online, Kinley. You know, you need to do teacher training online. We need to da, 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 da. And I was a hard no. It has to be in person. Like yeah. it's bricks and mortar. It has to be that experience of like yeah. together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was a blessing in that way. It pushed us online. We launched this uh, Instagram first and then the next month Zoom. So now we still have our Zoom online platform. It's called Power Yoga at Home. And it's cool. Oh, so you've kept that now. We still have it. Oh. And we launched another another platform, which is an on-demand so we started to record classes, and so we created actually two online platforms. Um, and the on, the Zoom is still going. Um, in a week, we're about to transition it to all live streamed classes from the studios. We put cameras in a few of our studios because right now it's still people teaching in front of the camera um, to people at home. So we pivoted onto Instagram, pivoted onto Zoom. And at the time, I was in a 200-hour, I lead 200-hour yoga teacher training, so I'm teaching people how to be yoga wow. teachers all the time. I was in the middle of a winter one at that time when COVID hit. So we had two weekends left and we had to go right online. So Pauline got her wish of my program going yeah, online yeah, yeah, yeah. and um, <laughs> we finished online. And then I ran 
two more 200-hour teacher training programs um, in that spring of that year, um, which I never thought I would do a whole program online. And I was blown away how impactful it could be online. Mm -hmm. It still had connection and community mm -hmm. and that intimacy of the personal development work that we do. And I was able to do alignment and anatomy. And it was it blew my mind because I, I, I literally didn't think you could ever lead a 200-hour teacher training online, and it worked. And so cool. now that's coming. That's a testament to you. That's coming from you as a person. People are picking that up through the camera. Like, you know, you're resonating with them. Not everybody could pull that off. We've all been to different things online where they're <laughs> not having that feeling. So really, that's a testament to, to your ability to do that. And that's rare. Not everybody has that. So well, pretty cool. You. you guys are great. You and Paulina are a great team together. I can, yeah. I can tell. <laughs> um, well, and now we, we host hybrids. So we've gone back to in person. But I have this huge setup with the TV. Cool. And a mic, and so that we have people who can be online from anywhere in the world and do our yoga teacher trainings with oh, us. Oh, wow. And so you are getting people from around the world We now? did. We had someone from um, Israel and um, uh, the UK, uh, New Orleans. Wow. and From starting behind the train tracks on off Clarkson <laughs> Road know. or wherever that is. Yeah, that's great. Wherever that is. That's cool. Okay. And then I, I want to ask you just about where that spirituality in your life comes from in a second. But Alex, I'm curious. Yeah. What, what are you gaining or like... Why are because you, you place a lot of value on going to Power Yoga Canada? Like I can tell the way you talk about it. Um, what is like what what are you gaining in your life by going here? Because just from like this like maybe naive guy's point of view, I'm like, yeah, I don't know. Like you just go to yoga and kind of like stretch a little, and it's like I get to relax and breathe, and yeah, it's pretty good. And then, <laughs> so like I have this very like brutal probably you know, interpretation of what's really happening here. And it seems like what's going on here is very different. So I'm curious. Yeah, I feel like I've like tapped into this like addiction because <laughs> um, when I don't practice, my joints feel very dry and I feel like a tin man almost. So I kind of feel like I have to keep going, like I have to keep moving. But there's also like a psychological like aspect to it as well, where it's just like dumping everything on your mat. So like I started yoga after a really, really bad breakup in 2019 and I needed an outlet, like a physical outlet. And I remember, I think it was, it was a Wednesday night and it was Tim's class. Yeah. And he was talking about just like, just being present and just letting everything just fall, like just let it fall. And then we were in like, I think it was ragdoll where it's like, let your head go or like, let your neck go. And I'm like, holy crap, like where how have I not like released my shoulders before or like loosened my jaw before and like it's just those little practices that like I've taken here as well like if I need to take a second at work like I'll just relax my jaw now or I'll just like flutter my lips really quickly <laughs> <laughs> and so I've just I've taken that practice and learned to like even do like ujjayi breathing at work as well just staying mindful what, what is that it's like it's like ocean waves or like shoreline so breathing. it's a style so like, of breathing yeah so like okay. you breathe in through your nose and then you exhale through your nose as well but you like constrict your throat so it's kind of like a sounds like waves like ocean waves and it's like it helps keep you grounded and it's been really helpful like on and off the mat so this practice has helped you kind of like center yourself because your description you talked like 10 percent about the physical aspect but then like 90 percent just now about like the yeah, like the emotional and kind of, you know, the psychological almost impact mm -hmm. it's having on you. So like it's allowing you to just kind of center your life. Yeah. It sounds like. Yeah. It's am I like, am I exaggerating here no, or no? Totally, 100%. Yeah. So like it, it this, uh, this class or going here allows you to pause, reflect, 
and just kind of like think. Is that what's happening in this class and connect for you? the dots. And connect the dots. Yeah, of yeah. your body, your mind, and your spirit together. Because mm-hmm. we have it that's separate. You know, I'll go to church or I'll go experience spirituality out in nature. And then I'll go to the gym for a workout. And then I'll go to school or, you know, an education system and learn and stimulate my mind. And yoga brings all. So it's, it's, it's a, like yoga is a way of being. It's a practice. It's a life practice. Mm-hmm. The physical thing in the West that we call yoga is just one of the eight limbs. There's eight limbs, eight steps of yoga, essentially. And the asana is the yoga is only one of them. So it's, it's a whole life practice um, that brings the spirit, the mind, and the body together. So it's a beautiful way of explaining 10%. It's so true. It's like 10% is, well, one-eighth is the <laughs> physical. And, um, and the it. rest okay, is, got it. is that. So she's, she's, you're beautifully describing how it lives off of the mat. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and the teachers, is when you come, you'll, feel, you'll hear it. Um, they use specific words to relate to the physical body, but then you'll use that in your life. And they, they connect, the, they help connect the dots as to like, well, if that shows up on your mat, like what I was saying, where you, wherever you go, there you are. So whatever shows up, shows up on your mat is who you are at work or who you are in your relationships. And so you're triggered by the, the teacher will give you these triggers to think about and, and to realize, well, even in like in my relationships, I see how I show up on my mat is the exact same. Like as soon as it gets tough, I'm out. Like I quit, I'm down or I take my water and I drink. And so it gives you this opportunity to look at yourself and see, well, what if I stayed? What if in a safe space to practice doing something different? Like what if I stayed and held the pose? What if I stayed and 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 stayed in the fire of feeling like I, I want to run, but I'm actually okay, and all I need to do is breathe, take a breath, and let go, and I'm okay. And then you use that in your life, and that's that's what I mean by like empowering people in their lives, wow. and transforming. And you just described yeah. it so beautifully. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even when there's like a situation, I'm like, oh, like this is like this is kind of like chair pose right now, <laughs> like just holding an extra. Really, breath. that's your self talk. That's my self. That's fascinating. <laughs> so this practice then really kind of integrates itself right through your life because I think something like. Um, Nick, who you know, my brother, who you haven't met, okay. he goes to the gym, I think, six times a week. He would go seven times a week. Uh, maybe he goes seven times a week right now. <laughs> to him, I think that's like his, me- it's it's almost like a meditation to him. Like he's lifting weights and doing like a, a more typical kind of thing. But he's always described it as like a meditative thing to him that like he goes there and he kind of gets into this kind of state where it's really beneficial mm-hmm. to him. What I'm hearing from you guys is that almost these types of movements m- perhaps enhance the ability to get to that type of state really well. Mm-hmm. Uh, would that be accurate? Like the movements that yoga that you're doing really help you get in a mindful state? Is, is, is that it's the right the way cues. to think about it? Yeah, for sure. It's the cues that the teachers, the way they're speaking is like getting really specific, like feel the knuckle of your pointer finger. Like it's when you get really specific and really landed in specifics in your body, it gets you out of your head and down here into your hands or into your feet or into your breath that we just don't spend the time doing that that often. Like you can get into the zone running or, or in that sure. type of workout. You can yeah, get yeah. That's a better way to say it. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. Where time disappears, yep. timelessness, yep. and you're really focused, and he's probably really focused on his breath. So he does have the experience of meditation for sure. This is just helped along because the teachers are using words to help connect the dots for you um, into the present moment. And that's purposeful. That's what yes. you teach, what to say during these classes yes, to help exactly. people think, in a, not think in a certain way, but to be self-aware yes. in a different way. Yeah. So when you come, when I come to, if I come to Power Yoga Canada, I've always just thought, oh, you got to like, you know, uh, go to a yoga class because I need to stretch. 
like, you know, but it seems like your goal of seeing somebody new walk into your studio, studio, yeah. Am I using the right language, yeah. studio, isn't like, oh, here's some guy and we're just going to help him stretch. It's much more than that. Mm -hmm. So when you see someone come in, what is your ultimate goal for that person when they spend time and they're, you know, a client of a client? Remember? We call them guests. Guests. Yeah. When they're a guest of yours, if they've been a guest of yours for like a year, what is your goal with that person? Because it seems much more, it's, 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 it's way deeper than <laughs> I originally thought. I was like, oh, I guess I'm just going to kind of relax and stretch a little bit. Mm -hmm. But what would your goal be at the end of that year for somebody new? It would be, in every class, when my, my intention is that they each leave with a more connected sense of who they are healthier in their body and that's where like the stretching and the strengthening happens but really that piece of um, getting back to who they are like I always say in class that yoga is a practice of remembering who you are it's not finding out like not you know you're not lost it's not like some piece of you is missing and, and that was the experience I had as I traveled the world and tried to live in all these different places looking for something it was like well no I'm actually whole and complete uh, already I just forgot that and I have to remember that and so yoga is an inward practice of remembering who you are that would be my my goal, or I, I don't love that word. Um, my intention is that um, each student leaves with a closer sense of who they are and that they've done a practice that helps their body get healthier so that they can go do the things they love, you know, if it's golf or, Got it. uh, or having mm -hmm. to sit in an office, that they're healthier in their physical body and more connected to who they are in their spirit. And then ultimately, like in the teacher training program, the thing that blows my mind um, every time we start the program with a list of what have you got from yoga coming into the program and then we end what have you got from the program since we started what have you got from yoga and the lists always have and from one to ten it's nothing physical I healed a relationship with my mother. Yeah, I'm seeing that. I, I get that now. I yeah. get that more now. Yeah, got it. I, I'm speaking my truth instead of clamming up. I'm... Um, I have a voice like or for the first time like I know what I want to do with my life like it's those are the things that they list off at the end of the program and then every once in a while you get like a oh I can do crow pose now you know or um, I don't have pain in my low back anymore and that stuff's all that stuff will happen to me like the physical is inevitable that will happen if people move um, and the, the practice is really accessible the style of yoga we do is um, anyone can come in and because it's really you can modify any of the poses so it's not the type of yoga you think of like pretzely and you know that stuff you can do and you might see people in class doing that but the general experience is everyone is flowing together and anyone can do the practice and um and that, um, oh gosh, I just lost what I was saying. Hmm. Why, why, um, why do you not like the word goal? I hate the word goal. I never use it. Because we live in the world of possibility. And goal is in the world of change. And I know that's Pauline's book. Um, but she uses the word in how we experience the language of change is about, let me set a goal. And she has the, um, the, this exercise in there where you, if you think of your, your life as a pie, a huge pie, and we live most of our life in two tiny pieces of the pie. One is you know what you know. Like we know that's the color blue or the color gray. I know how to speak English or I know um, something I've learned in school. And then the other tiny piece of the pie is you know what you don't know. So I know that I don't know brain surgery or I know that I don't know how to speak German, but I could go and learn that. And then those would become, I know what I know. So goals are in that realm of, I don't know that I can run a marathon, 
but I can train for it and then it becomes something that I know. <clears throat> this is a tiny, tiny piece of the pie. And then there's a huge part of the pie, which is the unknown, which is the, the world of possibility. And in that realm, it's you don't know what you don't know. And that, I would say, is the magic piece of what we started our business on was we just trusted a feeling like a, I hate saying that it was a feeling, but it was something like that, like a no, don't intuitive hit. That. That's a great. I don't know. I feel like yeah? that's a great thing to People say. People get that the feeling because it yeah. isn't feeling. Nick and I yeah. argue about that all the time because I go off intuition a lot and yeah. he's very numbers. What do the numbers say? Does this make sense from a numbers point of view? And I'm like, I don't know. I just think this feels right. Yeah. But I, <laughs> so, would, I would just distinguish between intuition is different even from feeling. We use that word. Like it was just a feeling. And, I had. and so how, yeah, describe how it's different. I feel intuition is an inner knowing that often doesn't have words. And that's why we find it hard to describe what it is because it's just a yes. It's, you know, it's just a yes. <laughs> so yeah. that was the... Go ahead. No, no, say I just it. thought of thing. Like when I feel like you listen to your intuition, that's when you start living in alignment with yourself too. Mm -hmm. So your vision becomes clear. And I think that's the difference between like knowing it's intuition or not because you're just like you feel aligned when you follow it. Yeah, there's Most alignment. The mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So following your intuition makes you feel in alignment. So you kind of feel complete. I'm trying to describe that. You're you in alignment complete. with your truth. Okay, that's a great way to say it. Yeah, yeah. And you, you, your mind will be able to understand this because it'll have core values. And so you, when you align with your core values, you're more aligned to your truth. Mm -hmm. But I would say that intuition is even a step further where it literally is a, a calling that you listen to that doesn't even necessarily have words. It's just a... Got it. It's just a, sh a and showing des So describe that a little bit more for me with how you guys started Power Yoga Canada and with intuition. It was the calling. It was something that you knew, like yeah. you had to do it. Is that, you know, mm -hmm. you just felt this must be done. I must do this. Mm -hmm. Like there's no there right. That's why the blinders were on yeah. because there was nothing else to see. Like yeah. you, you didn't care what was happening left or right of you. You were singular, singularly focused. Yes. And it felt like that was the proper focus. It wasn't forced. Yes. Yeah. There's no forcing when you're trusting your intuition. And there was no like cost benefit analysis of, you know, obviously we mm -hmm. did our business plan and, you know, yeah, yeah, we did all that. Yeah. But um, it was, there just was nothing to base it off of. So we couldn't even really run the numbers because it had never been done before. Mm -hmm. It had never been done by these two people coming together. And so we just trusted that, that who we are, we're bringing something special to this world called yoga. And what we had was going to be very different. And because of that clear vision, we just, we focused on that. That's all we do. We empower people into action by doing hot, sweaty yoga. Every class, have them feeling seen, have them feeling not alone, like they belong, um, is really important. It's funny, us. the clarity of doing, like you keep saying that's all we do, hot, sweaty yoga. <laughs> but it seems like the impact of that's all you do, hot, sweaty <laughs> yoga, is like so profound. Because when I hear Alex say, like you're not saying, oh, I just go to this place to do hot, sweaty yoga. You're talking about all this stuff that you're benefiting from. So it's almost like the, just the clarity of, being really great at hot sweaty yoga is producing all these other wonderful benefits. Do you know what I mean? It's like you're just really good at this thing that you do and you're clear about it and it's like all this stuff is coming out of this that has some um, real I benefit. wouldn't say we're good at hot sweaty yoga. We're <laughs> because I would say that I would define that by um, like alignment or physically being able to see someone having a transformation in their physical body. Um, I keep using it more around the experience that they're left with is the value that I give it. If I see people um, 
people's eyes are shining, you know, like they're lit up. That to me is success, whether they have a physical shift or not. To me, the physical experience is going to happen no matter what. As you start to do the practice, it'll align you to your natural, like how you were born. Your, your body will start to um, shed what it doesn't need if it's weight or get stronger. It's quite an athletic style, like where you're using your body weight to move. So, you, you know, you build muscle. As you muscle. say that, I feel like I have to correct my posture. I know. I was thinking <laughs> that to like, <laughs> Bad yogi. <laughs> so the physical stuff happens, but um, I think what we're doing is inspiring people to listen to themselves to discern what isn't true for them, let that stuff fall away and let go, and then have a, a, a more connected sense of self. And then they leave their mat and then they know what choices to make in their day. Or they're just lighter and happier and impact someone else at Starbucks in line. I keep saying that brand, I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and then they light someone else up and then it's really that um, butterfly effect where they leave happier and they make someone else happier. And Wow. And impacts the world I feel like that's really expected though, because the whole point of like yogic philosophy and stuff is like you're supposed to practice and get like it all out so that when you like reach Shavasana, like you can meditate. Mm. So I feel like once we leave the yoga studio, like it's no wonder we're thinking clearly, a little more clear because we're in like we're like we're ready. We're ready to go. Like we're ready for that meditative mm-hmm. state. Yeah. And I feel like Wow, there's so much sense. more to this than I had ever imagined. <laughs> so, so tell me a little bit more then about someone who's not um, come to Power Yoga Canada. Like, what does uh, do you come once a week, twice a week? Like, like someone like me, I, I don't know what's going on. So, like, do I come there once a week to a specific type of class, or all the classes the same but different instructors? All the classes I know, like, are generally the same. Okay, um, it's all the, again this hot vinyasa style of yoga where you're connecting your breath with your movements. That's a it's a moving and moving practice. We do have a class called Deep Flow. A couple of them on the schedule where it's a little bit slower, which can be harder for some people because you're you're forced to really sit in your shit, you know, and be in it. So some people don't like that because you're holding longer. Um, and, um, and then we have music classes too. So some classes are just, we pump up the, you know, the Eminem and the Drake and whatever and oh, <laughs> and cool. just flow and <laughs> got it. Yeah. Okay. And is there like a, a, a set number of times that someone would come to really start seeing a benefit or does it not Definitely. matter? Yeah. I say three is the magic number less than three. You'll get that like stretch. You'll get that physical experience. Got it. Three is the tipping point. I find start to have that real spirit so three times a week mm-hmm. okay so this is a lifestyle thing this is mm-hmm. something you're incorporating into your life that you practice this yes wow um and then um tell me about these other because you have other programs that, like on your website you re- seem to be very purposeful about certain things like you keep talking about community i mentioned that a yes. little bit and then to be of service yes what do these things mean to you to be of service why why is that on your website the way it is yeah i to me, the whole experience is being of service. Like it's actually how we built our whole brand is that we wanted to share what we've got from the practice and to serve, you know, humanity, to really elevate humanity. And so that people leave happier, they'll go out and increase, you know, happiness and, and humanity and kindness. And so the the element of service is behind it all. And as people come in and want to own the yoga studio, you always tell me you, you better love what you do because, you know, it's not going to make money for a while. <laughs> you, know, you just have to love it. You have to want to be of service because if you're about the money, it'll contract the energy of the space and people will feel it and you'll be in scarcity and it just won't work. So you have to be of service to want to own a yoga studio. And I would say that's one of the big differences of why some work and some don't is that, um, you got to stay focused on it being for the people and not making it about you. 
you know, you show up and you make it about them and you serve. You just show up, you teach a class, you serve. How do you know this? Because I agree with what you're saying 100%, <laughs> but you're saying this so definitively. How do you, why do you feel so strongly about that? Just because of what you've been through for the last, I guess, 13 years or so now? Yeah, yeah, I guess. Because that's a pretty yeah, profound yeah. business. Like you're giving some really strong business advice Am here. I? Oh. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Because I feel I've, like that's I, the point of life. I honestly, we're social beings and I think the only point is to serve. You know, whether it's, and it's not, you don't have to be a yoga teacher. It could be the garbage man picking up garbage. It could be, um, you know, the realtor. It could, everything, if you, if you're of service in your actions and your intention behind your actions is to be of service, then we're living our dharma. And everyone has to have a job. We need to have all those people in the world. We all have to be doing things. Being of service isn't about, you know, going into a service trip in a third world country. It's, it's every day about being of mm -hmm. service. And how can I, how can I contribute? out in the world how can I contribute to this person or this community so it's really about being for others what, which is one of our core values being for others yeah <laughs> well I'm just thinking the impact you're having on um, here in this community locally because everyone who's walking out of your studio there is coming probably out of that with a better mindset than maybe they went in if they had a rough day or yeah. something and then over a year they might change as a person entirely and then they're going out yes. into the community and they're interacting with people in the community and the way they're interacting yeah. is at a different energy level than they were a year ago so you're actually having this weird trick not weird it's nice it's great it's but it's strange too <laughs> this trickle effect through the community that you don't even know that you're having because if alex leaves and she's feeling better and then talks to somebody in a certain way and cheers them up that kind of has like a domino effect through the community yeah. so almost from your studio there there's this like i keep saying weird but it's like this domino effect that goes out and you're having a really big impact probably bigger than you know it's super cool i know i, know. I, I literally have um people in my life that come up to me and say kinley like you need to see what you've done. Yeah, I believe it. I don't it. have I it that way. It. I'm just yeah. Kinley. I'm yeah. just like. But you're coming from service, and mm -hmm. it's you said something interesting there that like if you don't come from service, or, or you're kind of implying, I think other studios maybe that you've seen, if they don't come from service, they come from a scarcity mindset, and mm -hmm. and I think when you're giving in life, things come back to you. I don't know how to say this properly, but like when you're always taking then everything is scarce. Like you're looking for a dollar here or there. You're taking, you're taking, you're not giving. And just life has a weird way of like responding to that. It's almost like, oh, if you're just a taker, we're going to make it harder for you, yeah. you know, yeah. and you're going to struggle. And life is going to be about scarcity and stress. Yeah. But when you turn that around, if I look in real estate, and this is very big different difference in the industry compared to yoga, <laughs> real estate, I feel is like this cutthroat industry. But the, the, some of the most successful people I know are givers. And some, I bet they're just out there creating connections with people. So they are some of the best people on our team. And, and Alex, you probably know some of the names that I might be thinking of that they're just always going like way above and beyond for people, mm -hmm. like doing these incredible things that people like will call me and say, Tom, you're not going to believe what so-and-so did. Yeah. And they keep getting business and referrals and things come into their life and they're just having like abundance everywhere. Yeah. But it's because they left them feeling a certain way. It, well, I wouldn't even say it was the things that they did. It, it was that those people probably left their... Yeah, that's a good way of saying it. I agree 100%. Because that's what people remember is how they were left feeling. They yeah. don't necessarily remember what you did or... Totally. I agree. That's yeah. that's ultimately sales. Sales is an energy exchange. And, and that brings me to you um, spending time at Power Yoga Canada here. Um, and you mentioned an energy exchange. So like you feel... Why did you use that, that, that word? Because you're going there and you're like 
literally extracting a feeling from being there. It's actually, if I can just jump in one more time, it's actually the backbone of our of how we built our business. Okay. It's called the Energy Exchange Program. Oh, sorry. I didn't know yeah. this. Was, oh, sorry. Yeah. This, is an, <laughs> this is an official. She made it up. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I, I thought it was like, yeah, I'm sorry. So, yeah, please describe it. Please describe it. Yeah. It's really interesting because our, our whole business model, um, like we've shared a lot on different platforms with uh, around sharing our advice, you could say, on what we've done. Uh, and that is the thing we share is the energy exchange program is that we built our whole business on creating a program for volunteers, essentially. So they volunteer a couple hours of their week and they get free yoga. Cool. So it, and then they, these are all our staff. So they, we don't have any staff, paid staff that do that work the desk. They are all energy exchange. So they come in and they exchange their time. But the key is to enroll them into your vision so much so that they feel like it's their their home, their business. They want to be there, and so that's the key: is enrolling them into their core, our core values, enrolling them into our why, so that it becomes their why. And really, it is their why, and we're just helping. Yeah, you're making sure you're in alignment for that. Exactly. How, how do you do that? That um, seems that seems like it difficult. Do, do some I people just rise to the room. top? Not rise to the top. Do some people just self-identify, or no? There's a structure to this. I I think it's just in the yoga room. I think it happens just in the yoga room, I would say. And then we just say, you know, if you if you want to be part of the energy exchange program, you, you know, I don't. We don't oh, we, got it. We don't actually yeah, have yeah. a training. We onboard them and we onboard them. We call it the red carpet experience, like the guest experience when they walk in. Sure. But I wouldn't yeah. say that. I, I think it's just a a spark that one would feel in the yoga room of wanting to be part of it. Like that feeling I had. I want I want to share this. I want to be part of it. And when they're at the studio, they just feel that they feel inspired. They feel lit up. So they mm -hmm. want to serve. And um, and that's what, that's what I hear from the energy exchange. But they are the backbone. They are the business. Sure. We yeah. wouldn't have a business if we didn't have the energy exchange program. And then they share with people. Out there are marketing. We've, we don't spend any money on marketing. We've never spent a penny on marketing. Awesome. It's all that. The energy exchange people tell their friends and then they bring people. So it's all that trickle down. Wow, super. How, cool. how do you feel like you were trained? Because it's like, <laughs> we don't really train. We do an onboarding, but it isn't like. Here's, here's what we do. We just throw you to the wolves. And But no, I get it. You are, you are, you understand how you're attending. You're being there. You're part yeah. of the community there. You're seeing it. You're learning just through osmosis, if I had to guess. Yeah. It was, it's really hard. It's my second. My, I've, I've been there for a month. I've been EA for a month. And it's been like weird because I come from work directly to yoga and work I have a structure like I'm a very structured person and then I go to the yoga student and they're like oh yeah like um <laughs> this needs to get done and that but don't worry about it like just do it like it has wait to a get second done. when when we say that here you <laughs> want the structure I know. Alex is always on me and you're very good at this Alex will remind me a week before hey you have to get rid of you have to get that video to me you know by Tuesday because I need time to edit it and that's yes. completely fair and I'm more the person like oh yeah like is this gonna happen when it happens and I'll get it to you don't worry Alex yeah. it's all gonna be fine but yeah so you totally transition I transition oh my gosh this is hard. great for me to know selfishly because now I'm gonna <laughs> Pull some of that over here. This is wonderful. But yeah, I mean, I started eating like really recently, but only because I've been going to yoga and it's kind of been like a selfish practice for me. Like I've just kind of just been going and then going home, you know, like I haven't really been making an effort to like join into the community. And then so I think it was like, I don't know, last month. I noticed everyone kind of just like moving as one body in the studio, like cleaning, like just talking, like mopping the, the studio and I'm just like, oh, like, I feel like I come here enough. Like, I should 
I should be making friends. Like I should be like kind of wanting to like put little roots here. So then I applied because you have to apply. You have to like write like kind of a little essay. (laughs) And yeah, it's been really, really fun ever since. But it has been a shift in like my thinking because I come from like the nine to five. And then I just go to the yoga studio and it smells like lavender and it's warm. (laughs) (laughs) And then, yeah, I just get on my tasks and I'm pretty I'm pretty comfortable with it now. But it's I don't know. It's like a fluid environment. It's different. It's, It's good, though. It's like a good different (laughs) yeah it's cool to see that you found something that's like kind of satisfying and you know i don't want to say a need but satisfying something in your life the way it is that's rare really cool it's really rare start like that either fyi like i i was quite a micromanager at first um Mm, because you don't come across like that oh i've transformed completely (laughs) recognize (laughs) myself yoga works (laughs) i um like really controlled all the pieces like i wouldn't let anyone close besides pauline i wouldn't let anyone close the studio like i had to be there i had Mm -hmm. to do and part of that's like you know an old story about feeling responsible for everything and you know it's my responsibility so i had to shed that too um, but Pauline and I joke about it that had I been left to my own devices, I would have micromanaged everyone out of it and no one would, I would be by myself still <laughs> at that one location. Still, it would just be me. Um, and, and Pauline really brought that out of me. She, she really inspired me and to, do you remember how she did that? Is it something that, oh, you, she would just call me out. Flat okay. Out. Okay. Like, okay. God, stop. You're being crazy. Like <laughs> people don't want to be around you. Like whatever the thing was at the time. Um, and then it was just self-awareness. So I would notice it, like say on the desk and say there's someone training my, in my, you know, my old way of being would be like, oh, let me just do it because I can do it faster. And like, I don't want to deal with Classic training Classic entrepreneur. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and yeah. so I would bite my tongue, you know, I did little practices and, um, and I would, I would actually think of like an energetic jar of money where I'd be like, every time I do that, you have to put, you know, money into the jar because you just took away their power, you know? And so it really became, how do I empower others into seeing and looking what I'm seeing? Um, I still find myself sometimes I'll walk in, much less, I feel like I'm much more chill now, but sometimes I'll walk in the studio and I'll just see all the things that need doing and I can feel my energy being kind of like that, Mm -hmm. like, and I'm like, Kinley, it's not a big deal. Like it'll get mopped. It'll like, you know, and then, but really the, 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 how I'm doing it is I'm catching myself, stopping myself and then being, how can I empower others to see what I'm seeing? And the things would be like, Mm. I don't know, salt on the thing needs vacuuming or like seeing the thing. So instead of snapping at them, which like, you know, you're being a powerful leader with that thought process. It's a different type of mm-hmm. leading. Yeah. Whereas the old way doesn't work. That type of leadership doesn't work at all. Works yeah. to a point maybe, but maybe. you're right. I'm with you. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah but yeah. can you enroll others into um, your vision is really what I'm doing. Enroll them into the. So if I want the guests to come in and feel like they're at home and well, mm-hmm. then we don't want the salt there. So it's, an, it's really enrolling them into seeing what I'm seeing and why I'm seeing it. I'm not seeing it because it's wrong. I'm seeing it because I want it to feel a certain way. I'm using that word again or there to be this vibe at the studio. And so if I can enroll them into seeing it that way then the things get done. That's why there, there is a like slight checklist, but it really is, you know, use your intuition. You'll know what needs to be done. The guests always come first, make sure they're being greeted and welcomed. And, um, and so there, there is that different type of leadership of enrolling others into your vision so that they think it's their own home, their own home, their own studio. The studio runs itself. Like we have a lockbox key. 
people come and go like i don't know who's there when it's just awesome awesome that must be very gratifying for you <laughs> very cool um okay there's a couple of other things i know I, i'm gonna i'm gonna run out of, no we still got a little bit of time this um the pivot accountability coach mm -hmm. this is like a program that i would think that most yoga studios don't have like you guys now pauline has the book i need to ask you about your book a little bit if you'll share i don't know if sure, you want sure. to share that yeah. yet or not but what is this the pivot accountability coach program like what's going on here so it, that would be what Pauline is most passionate at in the world, and that's empowering others into coaching. She's an Pauline's an amazing coach. So she's done for me. So what, we will bug her to come on here at yes. one point. Okay. She's hard to nail down. Yeah, she will. We'll, 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 yeah. She's we'll. always working in like five companies at once or building up companies and empowering them and letting them go. And so she loves to build up and, and, and specifically exactly what she's doing in the book. So she's trying to teach people what she does best at in the world, which is be accountable, um, you know, empower others. Um, she has vision. She's uh, such a powerful, amazing business partner. Um, and so we, she's created a program where she trains other people to be coaches, accountability coaches. So it's one-on-one. -on -one. Um, really, I, I, I don't want to speak for her, but I would say it came out of a looking where she saw in businesses a lack of culture or a lack of um, like what we've been able to create at PYC, this feeling of empowering your staff to do what you want them to do without telling them to do it and them wanting to do it. And not only wanting to do it, wanting to do it all the time and be there and serve. And so she saw the culture and she was working in all these different businesses and she got back into um, shipping and, um, and she saw that culture missing. And so her intention was to bring our culture through the Pivot Accountability Coach Program into other businesses. Cool. So she do, she's wow. done that a few awesome. times. I would say the main thing is the buy-in. People need to want it. You can't force this type of culture. Mm. People have to want to grow or want to hear something new. Um, so you need buy-in first would be the, the big thing. Mm -hmm. So that's, I guess, how we get them through the practice. The buy-in's already there. They already enjoy being in their physical body. You know, they yeah, got practice. it. Yeah. So in, but she's created this amazing program, and, um, and now people are out there who've done her program. They can train others in any business or any um, avenue of their life on how to be more accountable. And Wow, and you guys are like just them. a fascinating story. This is wonderful <laughs> just hearing all this stuff. If there's something... Um, your your book I want to ask you about in a second, but if there's something about yoga or what you guys do at Power Yoga Canada that you wanted to share or wanted people to know about that perhaps isn't shared, is there something that we haven't sh talked about? You know, something that goes on at Power Yoga Canada that, I don't know, that is like meaningful to you? I feel like we've covered the basis. But I would say the main thing that we haven't said enough of is a sense of belonging that people can come and feel like they belong. Mm -hmm. Yeah, COVID. that's huge. Yeah, yeah and okay. with being isolated for two years, um, that was hugely missing. And the it's going to take years for people to heal the damage that's been done in the last two years of the anxiety, the stress, the not being able to get near people mm -hmm. without them jumping. Or, yeah. You, know, you see it in the stores when you walk by wild. people. Somebody kind of jumps even unconsciously. I think sometimes someone yeah. steps back. And, or, yeah. You know. So that sense of belonging. And I would say, I mean, this is totally just a personal reflection of looking at like religion and organized religion over the years. There's been a big shift into personal people craving something spiritual. And so yoga, uh, and specifically our style of how we bring this spiritual conversation into our practice is filling that void that people were missing because maybe they're not going to church like they used to, mm -hmm. you know, growing up. So 
you we have and I literally call like my class on Sunday it's at five I call it you know Sunday church service it's like it feels like that for me it feels like church and and what I would call church would be that feeling of connected to spirit connected to a higher source and coming together with people to all be wanting um, doing moving breathing together for the same reason and that is created at the community the sense of belonging and and what Alex is saying like you see people hanging out like they're all talking there's friendships that have been created there marriages that have been created there um that's that's I would say the main difference we've got couches we want people to hang out we want people to feel like they can just come and be part of the community and that everyone is welcome and everyone's home like come like all the misfits we just everyone's welcome everyone has found each other yeah together um, yeah, it's definitely filled a void that I know I was missing that sense of like I wasn't going to church and it's filled that wanting to be intentional in spirituality, but not feeling like organized religion. Yeah. Right for me. Where does that come from in your life? Because you've talked about spirituality a lot, but you seem to have had an understanding of had some meaning in your life before all of this. Where yeah. is that? Was that how you were raised or brought up? I, I, or I books was brought up in a church, um, okay. in a United Church, so it was pretty relaxed. Um, and my dad was Buddhist, so he would never go to church. Oh, wow. <laughs> I know. So but he, I didn't learn much. I would just, I would just see him meditating. Okay. I didn't okay. know much about it. Um, and then in my mid early 20s, I started reading books, um, all, the, all the usuals, um, Paulo Coelho and, you know, um, Man's Search for Meaning, that's a great book. I just started like to, yeah, I was just it. intrigued. I st- that, that spark was in me of like, why am I here? There's got to be something yeah, yeah. more to this <laughs> yes. life. I was in sales at the time too. I was like, yeah, if you're in sales, yeah, <laughs> yes. Hitting another quota for another month. And I was yeah. really good at it because yeah, I, sure. I was selling that's chocolate. That's the danger of it though. If you're good at it and you were selling chocolate, oh yeah, that's oh, great. I'm great sure company. you had a lot of free samples. That's amazing. Cadbury, my oh, no was way. full of the eggs. Oh my the gosh. Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that's that's a disaster for me, those Cadbury. <laughs> eggs but uh be on a sugar rush for days but uh that's almost the downfall if you're good at sales and you kind of get sucked into that environment and if it rewards you financially yeah. um, but then you get to that point where you want purpose yeah and you mentioned that earlier i think before we started turning this on but that that is the difference is that when your talent and what you're good at can align with purpose then like that's the key to me. Like if we can help people find that sense of what are they excited about doing and that they have some talent and they're good at it, there's something there and that it aligns with their purpose, some kind of being of service in some way. Yeah, so yeah. cool. Um, what about, so what's the book about? What so can you share? It's called Power Yoga Handbook. Um, it is a yoga book essentially, but a big part of it is everything we've spoken about today. I just brought all of our culture into the front so that people have, it's like a little bit of a book in the front with lots of content and like our why and how, um, different practices, similar to what Pauline has some practices in your daily life, lots of tools and meditation and stuff. And then the bulk of the book are the yoga poses and I break them down and, um, I created all around the seven chakras. So each section of the practice, it actually takes you through the energetic chakras, the whole practice. So I've, aligned it to that and um yeah it's just sharing our officially having a book now for awesome yoga studios oh that's gonna be so powerful for you for uh, on many levels yeah that's awesome 
excited to uh to get a hands Aww. on you. if i uh, yeah yeah um <laughs> i'll say, save what i'm about to say for another time i was gonna i was gonna say that i'm so embar- embarrassed i can't touch my toes i can't do any Everyone of these things we didn't that. talk about yeah that. yeah i think because everybody laughs when they see me do, try to touch my toes you just get laughed at but not in people a mean say, way but not that's like guys don't want to come to yoga because the men yeah. be like yeah we didn't oh, talk about that and i wanted to yeah. you have men going to power yoga camp tons correct? of men yeah, yeah okay <laughs> we get a lot of guys at our studio more so than other styles of yoga okay um and it's funny because often that they'll be their excuse of why they don't want to come like well I, I i'm not flexible yeah, yeah like that's like saying i don't want to go to the restaurant because i'm hungry <laughs> you know like that's why you come <laughs> to get flexible that's guys logic that's how guys work okay <laughs> but uh yeah i would say the athleticism of the class um the accessibility uh, attracts men we get a lot of athletes like we have pro hockey guys in there oh cool it's really neat yeah, yeah. you know you know you see these i i see them through the young boys often it's like oh my god you know who that is <laughs> <laughs> so and so yeah but, but the yeah so i think that's and we've demystified uh, yoga mm. we've demystified um like when I'm, I'm talking a lot about spirituality and all that but i wouldn't say that you hear it in the classes uh, yeah, got it's it. Just like got it. It's a side effect that happens to happen, but I'm not talking about being mm-hmm. spiritual and you know, sometimes I, I might And I get that. that. Like I get that in the class, you're not always talking about it, but I almost mm-hmm. think that that's the big benefit that you're getting that yeah. you don't even have to advertise exactly. that you guys are giving that to people yeah. and they don't even kind of, you know, know what's happening. Yeah, you got to meet people where they're at. And so you, people come in the door, you meet them where they're at, which is probably how I started. Yeah. <laughs> I was want to get like I had bronchitis yeah. all the time. I want to yeah. get my or my low back hurts or I want to lose weight. That's a big one. So you just meet people where they're at and then, you know, we just drip 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 little drips little drive-bys of the spiritual stuff or the you know the more transformational conversation comes into the practice um and and often it'll be years before someone will hear that because they're just there for the physical and i that's great there's nothing like that's great come just for the physical but i know that if they keep coming long enough yeah the other stuff's gonna happen it's gonna show yeah without them and what you said was beautiful is that you don't often notice what you're getting from the practice until you stop doing it it's like that you were saying your joints were a little sore um, I find it's even the more spiritual stuff or the way of being stuff. Like I'm more reactive with my son when I'm not practicing. Like I have the trigger to be like, Kinley, you need to go to yoga. Cause like your shirt, your shirt circuiting really fast right now and snapping at people. Okay. I haven't been doing enough yoga this week. So it's more that when you're doing it and you start to get into a groove and then you stop doing it and you notice, oh, wow, I didn't realize it was impacting my mood. It was impacting my reactivity. I don't react as much. That stuff you don't really notice is happening, but it's all happening. And you've noticed that in yourself. I feel like you've brought that up a few times. Yeah, even when I'm at work here and I feel very anxious, I'm like, ooh, how long has it been since I've done like a practice? You feel it. Yeah, you feel <laughs> it. It's there. Right now, Alex is going to tell us, hey, I think you need to go to yoga. I, I have been need, saying I, that. You, you, do the yoga have, teacher You have been saying it. No, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she, yeah. yeah. And she has been saying right, that. right, it will come. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah you the, can't force people again. You can't no, force people. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. You just, um, uh, you just exude what you've gotten from yeah. the practice and people start to ask. Totally. Hey, Alex, like. Yeah. What's going on so with you? Chill. Yeah, yeah. What's going yeah, on? Like, yeah. what are you doing? So, um, yeah. what's the what's the best way? Is it on Instagram to follow Power Yoga Canada? The website? How? Sure. I don't know. Yeah. PowerYogaCanada.com. Um, uh, yeah, and come take a class. Come and experience it. It's the key. And so, where are the locations? I should have asked that. Where are all the locations? Someone listening to this that maybe is not in this area, and we have a lot of listeners who are not. Oh, cool. Where are some of the locations? 
Yeah, we're here in Oakville, Burlington, Mississauga, Guelph, Georgetown, um, two in Mississauga, sorry, Etobicoke, and then we have Toronto West, oh. Oshawa, Sudbury, um, Collingwood. Oh, great. And Vaughn, Vaughn. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay, so you guys are all over the place. Yes. And then, um, and then can, this journey is going to continue, it sounds like. Yeah. So excited to track this out and see how you guys are doing. And if there's anything we can do to, um, you know, support you please let us know and you're benefiting us because we get to work with alex who's going there <laughs> so and it's benefiting her so then it's subsequently benefiting us so thank you for that and alex thank you for putting this together you didn't have to do this and i don't think you knew what was going to happen on no, this podcast so I, no expectations it just came in and yeah, yeah, yeah. So thank you for setting up. and Love it. Uh, thank you. Yeah, Kinley, pleasure, pleasure meeting you and getting to know the story. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Hey, everybody. Hopefully you enjoyed that episode with Kinley and Alex. You can learn more about Power Yoga Canada at their website, which is poweryogacanada.com. That's poweryogacanada.com. And if you are listening to this and you are looking for a real estate community that is doing real estate stuff in this area, you can learn about the Rockstar Inner Circle membership that we run off of our website, which is rockstarinnercircle.com. That's rockstarinnercircle.com. That's it for this episode. Until next time, your life, your terms. <laughs>